0: O-U-T-D-O-O-R and the number one. Lastly, many outdoorsmen are trying to quit tobacco altogether and Fully Loaded Chew may be that first step. For more information on our product line, visit FullyLoadedChew.com <laughs> What is up everybody? Welcome back to the Hunting Gear Podcast. I'm your host Dan Johnson and today we're going to be talking with Casey Vandergraaf of Prime and the launch of their new Prime bow. I believe it's called the Inline. And so when I saw this, uh, I I saw their new bow come out on social media and it only had one cam up top and one cam on bottom. And, And for those of you who know Prime, It's been almost like their trademark from day one that the company came out. They've had two cams up top and two cams on the bottom. So when they came out with this single cam on top and a single cam on the bottom, this inline system that we're going to talk about today, it kind of was like, oh my gosh, it doesn't even look like a prime anymore. So we talk about this uh, quote-unquote loss of identity that uh, potentially could happen when you do something like this uh, with any company you change what the product looks like and there could be some some backlash so we talk about that we talk about the design and engineering that goes into uh, this this new I guess you want to call it a remodel of of their bows and talk about the benefits that come from having this inline system as well. So it's a really cool episode, especially if you are a prime guy or if you're just a compound bow junkie like myself. uh, This right here is a a really cool episode. So uh, listen to all everything that he has to say. Uh, Before we get into today's episode, though, we're going to run some quick commercials. We have the average conservationist.com the average conservationist.com these guys are a uh, two percent for certified business they are a lifestyle brand t-shirts hats hoodies really cool logo wear i think you guys would all like you know it's it's that it's that kind of uh wear that lets everybody know you're an outdoorsman the fit is really well uh, especially for guys like me who may have the broader shoulders but they also have the broader midsection too so uh but these t-shirts are only really tight around the upper body so you can get away with having the love handles like i i do and so the fits really well as tool uh, 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 the fit is really well too um awesome logos awesome hats uh go to the average conservationist.com and the cool part about this is they give 10% of all of their revenue right off the top to some form of a conservation effort that is what they do and if you want to save a little money on buying their apparel you can enter the discount code nfc10 nfc10 and that's going to save you 10% off of your purchase the next is hunt stand i don't know about you but you know we're all on our phones all the time Uh, This this preseason and even in season, I was on hunt stand a lot, basically documenting all of my time afield. There was a rub here. There was a scrape here. Here's where a trail camera's at. Here's where a, uh, a tree stand is. Here is where I believe the deer should be coming down. So I'm looking at satellite imagery. I'm looking at topo lines. I'm looking at access routes. I'm basically putting together a strategy in my head of where I need to go, how I need to get there to basically put myself in the best position to kill an animal. I used it a lot when I was out west knowing property boundaries um uh, you know private public walk-in state ground whatever it was you know you, when you're in a different state you really need to know where you're at and then uh you know knocking on doors in the off season trying to gain permission to to new hunting properties here in Iowa so the functionality of HuntStand is crazy so what I'm going to say is go to huntstand.com Read up on all the functionality that this app has, uh, and then check out the price. It's like only thirty-nine or forty bucks, or or thirty bucks. It's thirty bucks for an entire year. So the cost and uh, the cost versus uh, functionality is better than any other uh, hunting app on the market so take a look at that uh and then if you want to save 20 additional dollar or 20 additional percent off of your purchase enter the discount code sn20 for 20 percent off and lastly lone wolf portable tree stands i'm telling you right now uh if it wasn't for this method that i've put myself in and some of the gear that goes along with my my approach to mobile hunting. If I took Lone Wolf out of the equation, I don't know what I'd do. It would be I'd have to redo everything. So Lone Wolf, go check go go to their website, Lone Wolf Portable Tree Stands, and uh, take a look at the Alpha. Take a look at the Assault. I'm a huge fan of the Assault and the uh, four sticks. That gets me pretty much anywhere I need to go. And then lastly, if you want to save fifty dollars off any purchase over. $200 enter the discount code 9FC21 9FC21 and that's uh, gonna save you some money so please go out and support the brands that support this podcast and uh, let's get into today's I guess we'll call it like the 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 introduction of the prime inline cam system with Casey Vandergraaf all right on the phone with me today Mr. Casey Vandergraaf from prime Casey how we doing man
1: Oh, we are doing fantastic. It um, it just snowed here, so we got a cold front coming through. So um, now that we got finished launching our bows, we're all we're all stirring around the office, ready to get in the
0: woods. <laughs> I believe it, man. I I tell yeah. you what, like uh, I don't know if I owned if I owned a a bow company, and I said, all right, guys, when's the best time to like as a hunter, what's the best time to release a bow? It sure as hell would not be right before the season started.
1: I I don't understand it to be honest. I don't think any of us really do. It's just something that um, bow companies have done for so long, and I think it has a lot more to do with um, bow shops and how their cash flow works and their best time to buy and put in orders and stuff like that. So. Um, I wish it was up to us because um, I'd have all of November off, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't, so so it's our busy time of year.
0: Right. The machine shop should be down from November 1st to, to uh, December, right?
1: Exactly. Gotcha. I wish.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So kind of big news. Com- no, I'm getting ahead of myself. Casey, why don't you talk a little bit about what it is that you actually do? What's your position within Prime?
1: Um, so I am our marketing director, um, recently appointed marketing director. So, um, I've been doing marketing, social media stuff here, um, for the past four years. And then before that I was, um, doing a lot of our graphic design stuff. So, um, a little bit of everything. We have a small crew here, so we all, um, do a little bit of, a little bit of everything. So we've got, um, Ryan Silver, who's been on the podcast before. He handles a lot of our prime G5 websites. Um, and he handles the whole G five side of the side of the brand. So, um, kind of split the two and then, and then we overlap quite a bit on, on a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, so kind of, that's, gotcha. that's the basic gist of what I do, but, um, pretty concentrated on prime. So, yeah.
0: All right. So, uh, real easy question right up. When did prime start? Like when was the first bow that prime put out? What year do you happen to know that
1: prime prime? Put out, I think it was 2010.
0: 2010.
1: Um, so we've been doing it for yeah, for 11, 12 years now. So, right. um, so yeah, we've been doing it for a little bit. And then before before that, we were making. Um, so we actually started as an engineering company, this whole G5 um, Grace Engineering brand. Um, so on the engineering side of things, we actually made Elite bows there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how we got our start in bows. Um, and we kind of had a few ideas on how we could do things better than they were and um, kind of went on our own and did did our own thing with Prime. So Gotcha. Yeah, we did that 11, 12 years ago.
0: So the reason I asked this question is to get a, a time frame, right? Because you guys came out in 2010 with this crazy design and there was two cams up top and two cams on the bottom. So essentially four cams on a single bow, right? And it's yep. been that way up until 2021 so my quest my question to you is people knew prime bows just from looking at it you didn't even need to see the label you could say that's a prime that's a prime that's a prime now you guys change it right it's just like you look at something you know exactly what it is uh and then you change it did when you guys came up with this idea of coming out with a single cam did you have this feeling or have any thoughts cro- you know, go through your mind about losing its identity, prime bows, losing its identity because of this, tra- of this change.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So on the marketing side of things, that was, um, I wish you could have saw my face the day the engineers came back and showed us what they're working on. Cause it was, it was, yeah. Losing everything that, that we've built up and we've showed that this is the most efficient, cam system out there that this is the best there's nothing better than this so um so for them to convince us and and show us how it really worked it took a lot of work and a lot of understanding for for us to see what was going on there and to make sure that this is a truly a more beneficial system um it it took a lot and as soon as we got to so i I guess i'll kind of explain why that cam system came about um so we've had that parallel cam system for a while um, since day one, and, and our overall um, mission was to accom- was to eliminate cam lean, um to make sure all that load on on your axle was center balanced. Um, so that's where the parallel cam system was perfect. You have two tracks, you have the string on both sides of the cable, um, and it works as one to to make a perfectly balanced axle um, draw load. So. What we did with the inline cam is we actually accomplished that same goal just in a more simple platform so we took that same single cam um, and we actually made sure that the cables go underneath the cam and they go in line with your string track so it accomplishes the same thing that we did with the parallel cam system just in a more refined version um, of that end goal so it it was very scary to hear about it at the beginning but as soon as i found out that we are still accomplishing the same goal in the whole design of the parallel cam system, um, that we are still doing that. And we haven't strayed from our mission. Cause I know, um, the first thing you see when you see our new cam system is you think that we did this totally new thing, but really it's a refined version of what we've done for the past 10 years. Yeah. Cause as technology advances, things should just get simpler. Right. And with the parallel cam system, we were getting into seven, seven string set, um, with the parallel cam system, more weight. So the more that we can, the more that we can refine all these things, the better and more efficient cam system we have. So, yeah. um, as long as we kept the same goal, we were, we were happy with what we're doing still. And, and we still have the only single string, uh, the single cam string string track that, um, is perfectly balanced. So yeah, we now own the two, the two most balanced cams on the market.
0: and and that's crazy okay so so my my question then becomes i i guess the first is just a comment right if you can do the same thing with one cam then you can with two cams then from a manufacturing standpoint it should be much easier and more efficient and and cost effective to go to a one cam cam system
1: um yeah for the most part yeah it is it's it it's gonna make it easier on, on our engineering side of things, but uh yeah, it, it's it's gonna be easier. But it also this cam took I believe a little over three, four years to to engineer it. So it took a lot longer than it has our previous cam system. So yeah. So what we lost what we lost on that side of the the development side of things, we we're gaining on the engineering sides now. So um it's a give or take.
0: Right. Okay. So for the idiots out there like myself, like you guys can get into a whole bunch of this engineering talk and this crazy, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know, like design talk, but sometimes that, that yeah. just goes right over everybody's heads. So you take away the four cams, now the bow has two. What does this new inline cam system actually do to replace the four cams?
1: Yeah, so. So what it does is it brings that that main cable is where the the biggest piece of technology is so in that in that mod it the track runs underneath into the cam so um as you draw on the bow back that that main cable slides right underneath it and it's perfectly in line with your with your string so what that does is it, it evens that cam load perfectly in the center of the axle um so it's just going to be a little bit more efficient it's going to be a little bit easier um and it also broadens a lot of the options that we're going to have in the future so we can get down to a shorter axle axle now we can make a lot a lot faster bow um all while keeping that consistent and we we call it like our i mean it's an accurate platform that's our whole goal is we we think cameling and consistency equals accuracy so as long as this cam keeps doing that, then it, it opens a lot more options for us in the future.
0: Okay, so are there, when it comes to parts and like moving parts, um, are there, is this system easier to maintain from a, a bow shop standpoint or from a guy who just wants to tune his own bows in his garage? Is, it, is this easier, more complicated, or, or right about the same as the normal four cam system?
1: Um, it's going to be a little bit easier. So you're only working with a three, um, two cables and a string now, um, before you had that seven piece string set. So on that side of things, it's going to be a little bit easier, but it's also with less strings comes the the less things that can go wrong. So, um, it's going to be a little easier to tune. We actually worked on our shimming system this year. Um, so that's going to be a lot easier for, um, for shops to work on. Um, our, our shims actually just kind of pop in and pop off this year. Um, where before you had to take the whole axle out to change that stuff out, but it's going to make it quite a bit easier, um, on both the shop and the, and the user. But, um, I'm not saying this in a, in a biased view, but, um, we, as far as tuning and all that stuff goes, this has been by far our best and easiest bow to tune. So it seems like just about every bow that comes out of the, comes out of the box is shooting a bullet hole within the first two, three shots. So, um, it seems like it's doing a pretty good job right off the bat and you shouldn't need to really mess with any of that tuning stuff. So, okay. um, fingers crossed, knock on wood, hope it stays that way, but so far we've had pretty good luck with it. So,
0: gotcha. All right. So what you just said, right. It, it all leads kind of to accuracy, right? Better yep. not travel. Uh, I, I'm, I'm reading this on your website. It has better not, yep. this system has better not travel increased accuracy, all right. So, explain to us in layman's terms how this better knock travel and this this cam system increases the accuracy.
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think of a of an easy way to explain it. I mean, just so if you can keep that knock travel perfectly in line and and not moving, um, things are going to fluctuate throughout your draw cycle. You're going to have strings change over time. You're going to have um metal's going to wear differently over time but if you make sure that that knock travel is perfectly in line with everything on your bow um it doesn't really matter what the strings are going to do and all that kind of stuff it's it's still going to be perfectly perfectly straight and consistent so and the more consistent things are the better your the more tight your groups are going to be and the more consistent those groups are going to be so um that's kind of where we get that accuracy factor and just having a whole system that that works together every like what we've focused on for the most part with everything in prime is, is a balanced system. So you have your balance, um, your balanced cam system, you have your balance center balanced riser, and then you have the swerve at the bottom of the riser to, to balance how that riser moves throughout your draw cycle. So it's all kind of working together in one system, but um, as long as everything's balanced and consistent, that's kind of what we think leads to accuracy. And we have our engineers have numbers and numbers to kind of prove that, that all that stuff is working together to, to really hit this one goal of, of consistency, which we believe leads directly to accuracy. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people, I'm just going to be that, I'm going to be that guy right now, no, but go for it. Um, everybody always says, you know, better accuracy leads to better accuracy leads to better accuracy uh, you have to shoot your bow and shoot it a lot to get accuracy. I don't care how well tuned the bow is coming out of the box. A guy still has to put in his due diligence and practice, practice, practice to become a a great archer or a good archer, you know? So, but, but all of this design and engineering helps, in the long run helps them Mm -hmm. cut that learning curve down if they have the good form and they have, you know, they put in the time behind the bow. Right. So, um, it sounds like that's what, that's what you guys have done here.
1: Yeah. So, so kind of like you were saying is, is a lot of this stuff, um, is very minute. It's going to make little changes, but, um, a lot of the end user won't notice it. I mean, you give Levi Morgan any bow on the market, he's going to be able to hit, he's going to be able to win tournaments with it. Um, but when you, when you give the average user give them um, a bow that has a grip that's, that's towards the bottom of the riser, and then you give our bow, which has our grip right in the center and it's already balanced. Um, we've done quite a bit of testing here. We have numbers to back it up that immediately um, your accuracy and your pin flow decrease to the average user. So um, people that are, I mean, that are just going out hunting and they're shooting a lot in their backyard and they're not necessarily competitive shooters. Um, that's where you notice a lot of these technologies are built for, for that type of person to be a more accurate shooter. So, gotcha. um, to make that pin float as low as we can, to make sure that you're locked on center, locked on target and, and you're staying there. So,
0: yeah. Okay. So sometimes when there's an overhaul in a, in a design Uh, or a new design comes out there's also some benefits in other departments uh not just you know like this the quote-unquote accuracy the gain in accuracy um and Mm -hmm. the the functionality with this uh, inline cam versus the you know the four cam system what about uh efficiency on the bow hand shock uh like anything else that escalated or, or or became better now that you have this new system in place
1: yeah, it was like you said. It was actually hand shock was probably the biggest thing, just because um, when when you release an arrow, that cam there's so much um, there's so much vibration caused by that cam spinning and stopping and hitting your string stop. Um, when you have a parallel cam system like we did, that's a lot of metal that's moving. So for it to stop drastically like that, um, it's going to send hand shock through our, our riser, and we actually didn't realize how much hand shock it was it was sending through a riser until we put our, our new inline cam system on our bow. Um, And that's something that that was just about cut in half. Um, So that's one of the things that people are noticing that's quite a bit different from what we've had in the past is, is, is that hand shock, that, that quiet, no vibration um, feel that, that we've never, we've always kind of, we thought that we've been improving on it, but we improved as much as we could with a parallel cam system. So, um, for us to realize that right out of the gate with this inline system, it, it, it helps drastically. So,
0: yeah. So it's good from a, from a no BS kind of standpoint
1: mm-hmm.
0: there, there's, you put a blindfold on the guy, regardless of what the, the actual brand of the bow is, right. They could take their mm-hmm. old, they can take their old bow, they can draw it back and they can shoot it. And then they put a new bow in their hand, a newer, a newer model, or maybe two years newer draw it back and then there's this night and day difference so you can definitely feel the difference between an older bow and and this new bow are you getting that feel with this inline system versus the four cam system
1: um i would say yes um it depends on what model you're talking about so um it's got a limb stop on it this year which is definitely noticeable from last year um but as far as the shape of the cam it's very similar to what we have with the parallel cam system so the draw the draw cycle is is pretty much the same um and i would be willing to say it'd be pretty tough to tell the difference just drawing the bow back but the second you release an arrow um you're definitely going to notice that it's a new bow okay 100 so
0: gotcha all right uh so does this mean moving forward that prime is done with the four cam system or are you guys still going to sell bows and continue to refine that type of your, uh, that part of your engineering as well?
1: Um, I believe we're going to stay with the inline cam system. I can't say that for certain just because um, the thing that I love about our engineers is we have that end goal of making the most accurate bow. And if we were here to make, I mean, to, to keep this marketing, keep this brand going, then we would have just stuck with the, the parallel cam system yeah. just because it worked and it's, it's been a staple for us. But um, for them to, whatever works best on paper and makes the number, I mean, we hit these numbers and we keep improving on them. So the more we can improve, it doesn't matter what it looks like and, and how it works. It's it's as long as the numbers and our end goal is continuously getting better. We don't really care what it looks like. So yeah. um, we believe that this inline cam system is going to take us there. Um, And we can keep building upon it, but um, I can't say that for certain just because they're engineers. You never know what they're going to come out with next.
0: Yeah. Speaking of engineers, you mentioned something about, what, three years? It took three years to not only come up with the idea, but bring it to reality, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I would even say it's a little bit longer than that just because if we would have thought of this idea right off the beginning, then um, then, then we wouldn't have had a parallel cam system, but, um, just looking at, like I said, that overall goal and and how to get everything balanced on that cam axle, there's so many different ways to do it. Um, and if we would have came up with that from the beginning, I'm sure that's the way we would have went, but, um, it did get a lot better using the system. So,
0: yeah. Okay. So then, uh, I guess moving forward, like, everybody talks about everybody especially bo bo companies and I, and I know you know what I'm talking about here uh, mm-hmm. they say you know oh this is the best this is better than you know like I I hate to I hate to um, I'm going to try to say this comment without mentioning the brand but they're the people that they uh their partners you know, it's like, they did it again. They did it again. They, you know, and you get some mm-hmm. cheesy, non-believable uh, thing, you know, coming out about how these bows. So as these companies, right, start to market these products and, and say, hey, this is a big difference in prime. We've, we're going from that, that inline system to now this, uh, or the, uh, uh, the, the, the dual cams, right? Or whatever the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, four cams, cam. the parallel cams to the inline cam yep. system, right? That's, that's yep. a, that's a big jump. Now, how do you go from there, right? What's next to say, all right, well, we've done this huge engineering overhaul. We've made the bow better. How do you convince the, the next generation that doesn't buy this bow, but is, is due for a bow next year?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I will say it puts a lot of pressure on not just us, but all bow companies, I think, yeah. to make a new bow every year and to make it unique is, is really tough, which is um, one thing that I do respect that Matthews did quite a bit this year is um, they have a bow that they think is is as good as they can do. So they kind of took a year off to work on different things, to work on um, a better way to put a quiver on, a better way to do that. So um, – So I do like that side of things and the kind of the way they went just because it is, it's tough to design new things every year. So um, you'll notice with what we've done in our brand. So we had the parallel cam system um, and we built off that parallel cam system for a few years. And then we came up with this big piece of technology with the center grip. And in the next few years, we figured out how to make that center grip the most efficient and, and best platform out there. So that's kind of where we had to swerve to it and made it perfectly balanced. Um now we have this cam system. So I think the next few years it'll kind of be building off of some of the things that we can do with this cam system that we couldn't do before. So maybe it'll be something smaller than we've done. Maybe we can make this even um a faster bow next year. Um there's a whole bunch of possibilities with this new piece of technology. So um in in a few years I mean what we're gonna have as good as this inline cam will do. Um and then we'll have another piece of big technology. So it's it's about making those really the big steps and then and then you have a few years where you just refine stuff and do stuff you couldn't do without that piece of technology and then you come out with something else and build upon that piece of technology. So this is kind of our third big jump that we've done here at Prime and and we think we hit the timing quite perfect for it. So we're That's excited awesome. for it and 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 all the possibilities we have, so
0: yeah. As a a pseudo, I'm not going to say I'm this crazy uh, type of gear junkie or gear nut, but as a pseudo gear nut, um, when I saw this and I saw the, the, the change, I, I was like, Oh, that's very interesting and intriguing. And then, so I looked into, you know, I, I did, I looked deeper into it. So getting to mm-hmm. talk with you today, it's, it's really cool how you guys said, you know what? Cause I I'll be honest. I feel a lot of brands, not a, not just in the uh, hunting industry, but a lot of brands outside, you know, just any any type of brand who had a bread and butter product, right? A, mm-hmm. uh, a clearly identif- uh identifiable product, and then they change it. So kudos. Yeah. So kudos to you guys for doing that, and then now getting to hear all that stuff behind it. it that just makes it uh, much, that much more interesting, man.
1: Yeah. No. And it's, it's something that's, uh, I mean, it's been done quite a few different times. I mean, I'll refer to them again, but Matthew's had their solo cam and, and they preached it for the longest time and that's how they were known until they found a system that worked better. And that's kind of where they're at right now. So, um, we were hesitant to do it, but it's worked out great for companies in the past. And it really is. Um, if the numbers didn't surpass what we were doing with the parallel cam system, we wouldn't have made the change. So, um, we made sure there's a reason for it and then we feel confident about it so we're we decided to go with it
0: yeah absolutely well cool man so any insight into what is you know what's happening i know you mentioned on it a little bit but like where where does the energy go from here what's the next five years like is it just to continue on this uh inline system and, and refine that or do you do you take the two systems and I don't know, merge them? I mean, do you add a third cam? I mean, you know, just crazy stuff like okay. that. Like, what's the what's the direction? Maybe short term, long term.
1: Um, I can't I can't say too much because I we actually haven't started having those meetings yet. But um, usually, kind of the way it works is is we'll all get into the into a conference room for a few days, even even a week or two, and we'll just sit there and brainstorm and figure out um cool stuff that we can do stuff that's practical we've got our engineers in there to to, i mean i'm a creative marketing guy so i have all these crazy ideas and then we have our engineers that go but this is this is possible this is not possible so it's kind of picking through all these crazy ideas that all of us have around here and and figuring out what we can make work what uh we think the consumers would like what um and especially with this new cam system i think it's going to be a lot of stuff um it, it's just stuff we haven't been able to do with the parallel cam system that we've wanted to do for a while so i can't really touch on what those are but um i think you i think we'll have a lot of, of a new stuff to do in the next few years now that we have this cam system
0: yeah well that's awesome man congratulations to you guys for uh, i guess i would say uh uh Something that's very innovative in, in the industry, so kudos to you guys. And uh, I just want to say thanks for taking time out of your day. I know you guys are busy over there and uh, uh, coming on the podcast and dropping some knowledge on us, man.
1: Absolutely, not a problem. Thanks for having us on.